I couldn't imagine myself doing anything other than butchery. It's gave me everything, really. Everything I've got today, butchery has given me. You know what I mean? I've worked hard for it, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's everything I've got today is from butchery. This is The Crackling. I'm Anthony Huckstep. There's always talk about the impact big supermarkets have had on a career as a butcher, on the local hub of the community and the art of incredible butchery. But there are some, like Brett Laws, that have turned those thoughts on their head with incredible skill, determination and dedication to the incredible craft. Brett, how are you going? Hey, mate, how are you? Good. It's good to get you on the show. Yes, it's actually um, really good to be on the show, that's for sure. You've uh, had a stellar career and really um, accentuated the craft and the art of butchery in the public uh, domain. What's it like, you know, as a butcher, um, you know, with that sort of idea that supermarkets have taken over a bit of that sort of world from you guys? Well, it's um, supermarkets are a big thing in our industry. Um, I wanted to, um, I want to showcase the art of butchery. That's why I probably started my um, Instagram page just to show people um, what butchers can do. Um, just it's an it's an art it's an art it's a craft really. Uh, it's an art form. Um, some people just think it's sort of a job where you just cut meat and um, just do that sort of stuff. But it's there's actually more to to butchery. Um, we, we we use sharp knives every day. Uh, that there is, is a craft itself. Yes, absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit about sort of what you're doing at the moment. Uh, so I'm actually, um, I like to create new products. Um, so I'm actually in um, the current Australian butchery team, uh, the Mac and I Australian butchery team. Uh, myself, I like to create new products, um, especially using pork. Pork is probably one of my go-to products that I, um, I do. Um, just to showcase what butchers, because every butcher has got a passion. So when you're in the butchery industry, um, you're in it because you've got a passion. So I want to showcase what we can do um, to get people to get their passion out in their products. Um, and that's why I sort of, that's, what I, that's my main goal. And to get more people into the trade. You mentioned uh, Australian butcher team. Tell us a bit about that and how you became part of that. Okay, so I was lucky to be selected um, to join the Australian team. Um, I've done a couple of competitions online. Um, I come uh, third in the world for one of them. Um, yeah, so that was that was one of that was probably my starting point. Uh, a guy called Shannon Walker encouraged me to sort of um, go and do this competition. And I, and as a butcher, you sort of don't have the confidence in yourself. You're like, oh. No, I can't do that. I can't do it. He sort of encouraged me to do this. Um, so I, I, I gave it a go. Just thought I'll, I'll give it a go. And I come third in the world. So that was really, that was good. Um, and then I I done um, a couple other things. Got best product um, in the Butcher Alliance um, Facebook page. So that was, that was cool. And then I done meat, meat stocks last year. I come third in Melbourne and third in Sydney. And then I just I was selected to be to represent Australia, yeah. So which is yeah, it's probably the highlight of my career. Tell us a bit about being part of the team and what you've done since you've become part of it. Okay, so being part of the team is it's amazing. Um, 
went to uh, Sacramento. We competed against the world. Uh, so there's four, 14 countries um, involved in this um, in this competition. So it was a three and a half hour competition, and we had a um, we had six chickens to do the best products, um, a whole a whole body of beef, and one lamb. So and a, and one um, side of one like pig. So we had to make the best products we could um, out of all them. Um, all of them um, sort of uh, primals. So, yeah, and we actually come second in the world. So it was, um, yeah, so it was really, it was one of the best Australia's ever done. Like Australia's done really good in the in the competitions, um, but um, we, one of the young apprentices got, uh, he come first over there and one of the young butchers come second and a guy called Tom Boucher, he was in the um, top six butchers in the world that, like yeah, so he he was really good, and our team itself comes second. Yeah, so it was it was really good. You mentioned a couple of different proteins there, and um, but tell us what you did with the pig in that competition. Okay, so my role in the um, in the comp, I um, helped um, do the pork, and I done like uh, pork. It was called a pork baklava, so I used a pork belly. Yeah, I used the pork belly and I put all the baklava ingredients into the pork belly and rolled it up, put um, phyllo pastry over it. Um, it's actually really amazing. It's a really good product. That's probably one of my favourite products. Um, we've done some uh, pork twists. So you sort of braid the pork belly. That's, that was really good. Um, some pork corsets. So you get the pork loin and you stuff it with um, any sort of stuffing and you do a corset sort of. Uh, with string over it, that was really good. Um, but yeah, probably my pork, the pork baklava, uh, was really that's probably my favourite product in the competition. That sounds amazing. I, I want to talk about all of the array of um, incredible things that you do create with pork um, that feature heavily on your your Instagram. It's quite extraordinary visually some of the things that you do. But take us back to when you were young. What what sort of role did food play in your family? Uh, to be honest, food's probably like fresh food. Um, has been in my family or like forever. My dad's a butcher. I remember growing up as, as a kid, um, walking from school, going to my dad's butcher shop, working there as a washer boy and just standing back and thinking to myself, oh, I want to be like them guys, like the butchers. Um, cause as anyone, they look up, look up to the dad, like the dad's a hero. Um, so as a young boy, I my dad grew up in a butcher family. Um, and my dad, I, I was sort of not that good at school as every young boy isn't the best, really. Um, and dad asked me, he said, listen, son, do you want to become an apprentice? Butcher? I said, hell yeah, let's do it. So started apprenticeship and just sort of just always had a passion for butchery. Um, just and then probably the last probably four or five years, I've actually just started showcasing my passion, really. Give us a sense of um, sort of early on in your career. What were some of the really sort of integral moments or people that you worked with that helped influence you? Um, influence. So with, for me, um, I always looked up forward to Darren O'Rourke. Um, a lot of a lot of people sort of know him, just what he'd done in the industry um, to sort of take it to the next level on, in products and um, sourcing out um, the best products too. 
So I always looked up to him. Uh, probably my dad. My dad I've always looked up to. Um, like still to this day, he's he's still in the butcher industry. He's um he's working with me myself. Um, he's seventy years old, and he's still doing butchery. So he's he's doing two days a week with myself. So to this day, he's probably my still 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 my hero. Um, and just um, Shannon Walker, he's he's yeah I look up to him a lot too. Let's talk about your dad uh, for a moment. You mentioned you still work with him a couple of days a week. Is there, are there any experiences that you've had with him um, or lessons that you've learned through him that you can share with us? Yeah, so um, lessons I've learned. And I remember my dad, like, I was never one to get up early, as as, as I pronounce your man. <laughs> like, everyone's ever, yeah. I remember dad used to come into um, bed in, like, my bedroom and say, Brett, time to get up. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. And he actually used to, he used to probably, like, you know, much, but just tip a bit of water in my head um, to get me up. <laughs> and, and to be honest, that actually taught me to get up early and, you know, man, to sort of, and yeah, um, lessons, probably do things with passion, you know, man, like everything you do in life, do it with passion because passion is, um, it, it showcases everything. So he, he taught me how to do that. And just to be nice to people, just to be, is this a nice, like you mean? Um, your day, sometimes your day is a bit yucky and as every, everyone has bad days, but um, think positive. Think positive and just be just be nice. Just be nice to people. At the top of the show, you, you mentioned the importance and the craft of, of using a knife and the actual yep. art of being able to cut up a, an animal and use the whole thing. Take us through the process of breaking down a whole pig. Do you remember the first time you did it and sort of what's really involved in getting it right? Uh, so to break it down a whole bit, to be honest, to um, I remember the first time I ever broke down a pig, actually. I was so scared just to look at this this 80-kilo pig in front of you and think to myself, how the hell am I going to do this? And, um, yeah, because you think to yourself, oh, like different cuts and all that sort of stuff. And, um, but it's consistency, you mean? So I was consistent learning over the years. And, and now it's sort of, it just comes natural to myself now. So first what I do, I take off the, um, the pork shoulders and then um, cut them off, put them on the bench. And then I, um, I there's a little joint between the the loin and the leg. I sort of run my knife around the around there and I break that sort of um, the loin off and then I cut that in half and then I start on the legs. So there's there's a lot of um, good products you can actually get <coughs> me, in the um, in the loin, that's for sure. Tell me about some of the creations that you have. I remember one um, you did a stuffed boneless loin recently and it's just extraordinary to look at. But um, how do you come up with the ideas and, and then put it together? Is there an example or two that you can use and take us through the process? Uh, so, I, I, yeah, to, to come up with these ideas, like I I always think about butchery. So this is what I think of, you mean? I go home and I think about creating products. I, uh, I sit in front of the TV and then, something might come up and I just think of that's, that's, it's just what I do. You know what I mean? Like I can't explain it. I was, I was actually good at drawing. 
Uh, when I was younger, I was really good at drawing. So I think drawing brought my creativity side out a lot too, um, just to draw and just to create things. So now when I create a product, like, don't get wrong, every time I create a product, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it, it doesn't work. I tell you right now, it does. You know what I mean? So, um, so I just keep on, I keep on doing things. Um, I walk past, um, like bakers and cake shops and all that sort of stuff and look at their, their windows and think, that's cool, man. And, um, I think to myself, how can, what can I bring? That looks cool. I can bring butchery into that sort of, that side of, um, creativity too. Um, so that's something I look for. Uh, but just in normal day life, man, I just, I just, I just think of butchery all the time. Yeah, that's that's my thing, and that's I just come up with these these creations like this, the pork loin. I um, I done one. It was got um, it's got cheese, asparagus, um, it's got salami in the middle of it, um, and then I braid the I braid the pork skin and I put it over the top. That was that that was really nice and cooked up really good too, really good. People don't, people think oh, when you braid the pork skin, but it actually puffs up even more. So it was, it was really good. Um, but yeah, I just, to be honest, I just, I don't know how I come up with these things. To be honest, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I just do it. Yeah. There was this amazing pork loin roast that I remember that you did once. That um, the 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 skin and the under these the skin it was lined with carrots and and vegetables, and then the center was also stuffed. T- take us through that process. How did you create that? Okay, so I actually saw a guy uh, over in America do a product similar to that, and I thought I want to try it. So that there's got it's it's got a um, it's got beef in it too. So what I do is I um, I get like a piece of minister steak and then I put pastry over it and I roll it up. So I've got three of them and then I um, I put a pork loin over it so it actually looks like nice. Then I'll put um, – then I get some more pastry and I'll put carrot, leek um, in between that. Then I'll put it down then I'll put it under the skin and then I – yeah, and then I sort of roll it up and it sort of creates, it, creates that sort of image – um, and, and as every customer, they buy with their eyes. You know what I mean? So a first, a customer comes up to your shop, they buy with their eyes. And secondly is the service. And when they get home, they cook it and they go, that's amazing. And that's where you get that interaction with a customer. So there's three sort of steps. They buy with their eyes, uh, that you service that you give to them. And when you get home, they're cooking. When they cook it, it's amazing. And they'll come back all the time. The creations are quite extraordinary. Is the cooking process part of your creating and finding the su- successful product as well? Yes, yeah. You have to be able to cook it. You know? There's no point um, creating all these amazing products and that if you can't cook it, to be honest you, man. Like I, my Sunday mornings, like this is this is like true story. Sunday mornings, it's, um, it's like I'll probably get up at five because I'm used to getting up all the time. And I probably get up at five every Sunday morning and I'm in the kitchen and I create, like I've got things on my mind and I'm doing um, before my family gets up. And, um, yeah, I'm just sort of creating new products in my own house. And sometimes they work and sometimes they, they don't. And my wife gets up at seven o'clock and the kitchen's nightmare. She's like, oh, here we go again. You know what I mean? And it's just, um, 
but I'm, I'm creating, um, creating products, you know what I mean? So every Sunday I'll get up every, every Sunday and just create a new product for sure. Yeah, and that, and that night we, we cook it and see if, it's, if it works good. Um, if it doesn't work, okay, cool. If it works good, I know I have to do this, I have to do that, and I, I just sort of put little bits of pieces in here and then that's how I create a, a, a product. Why is butchery important? Uh, butchery is important uh, for well to put to the community. Like butchers serve the community. You know, mean like if there was no butchery, um, the community wouldn't get um, the products they get. Uh, the farmers do their their job; they pass it on to the su- suppliers, and we do our job and to create stuff for the community. Um, yeah, so it's just butchery in itself to. Um, to bring you um, people to the job, the, the trade, uh, for young guys coming in that want to leave school, learn um, some skills, some people skills, some knife skills. Um, that sort of stuff is yeah, very important. You just mentioned um, pig farmers briefly then. Do you have any stories or connections that you formed with pig farmers through your career? Uh, so pig farmers, we, we at, at Pride's Meats, we... Um, They've got uh, five, five stores. Um, so I'm at, I'm at, I'm at Norellan, and um, we get our pigs from a local guy from um, Picton Abattoir. So we use a local sort of pig. Yeah, so we, we do use that local sort of um, thing. Sometimes we use a big company called B. Campbell. They're, um, they're uh, like they do a lot of pigs there. So we, we get fresh pigs from um, our local sort of sort of supplier, really, yeah. What do you look for in a pig? What makes a quality pig from your perspective as a butcher? Okay, so for me, when the pigs come in, they're sort of, they're, they're I couldn't call bums, really, you know what I mean? Like, shit, like it's, yeah, it's like a, a shape to their hips, so it go, sort of get, goes out, then it comes in, and it goes straight down. So when they when the pig's got that that sort of nice shape to its hips, um, and the fat coverage too is a good thing too. Like once you've got a nice a pig with a nice fat coverage all the way around, um, you sort of know that's going to be a nice pig. So that's when they come into the shop. That's what I look for uh, the sort of the shape of the hips of the of the of the pigs and the fat coverage definitely. Butchery runs in your family. How does butchery make you feel? Uh, amazing. You mean like I couldn't imagine myself doing anything other than butchery. Um, as anyone, they have bad days. You think to yourself, okay, I'm going to get out of the trade and that. But I, I couldn't imagine like um, butchery has gave me my, my wife. I met my wife in butchery. Um, it's gave me my home. So it's gave me everything, really. Everything I've got today butchery has given me you know I mean I've worked hard for it don't get me wrong um, but it's everything I've got today is from butchery so yeah it's gave me my whole life you're doing so many things at the moment but what's a good day at work for you a good day is probably every day really um, every day is a good day like I wake up every morning and I'm just sort of get ready and go to work um, I'm a positive thinker so I always think, I always take the negative out of things and turn it into a positive. I've always sort of done that. Um, so I always sort of, yeah, start my day on a positive. I always 
yeah, positive is sort of number one in my sort of um, thought process, definitely. Um, and every day is a good day, you know what I mean? Like I, I meet different people every day. I learn about butchery every day. Um, the people that say they never like, I stopped learning butchery, like you can never learn. Every day you're learning butchery, you know what I mean? I'm still learning now. I've been doing it for 25 years. Um, yeah, every yeah, it's, that's that's the beauty of butchery. Like you learn so much. Like you think you know it all, and then a new thing comes out, and you you want to practice that. You do that, and um, yeah, every every day I'm learning about butchery. So yeah, I'm, I'm I love butchery definitely. For anyone listening that's interested in a career in butchery, what advice do you have for them? Um, it is butchery is a hard sort of hard um, hard industry. But it is, um, it is really rewarding, 100%. You can travel the world being a butcher. Um, if you've got a lot of passion for butchery, um, you can actually, you know, go very far. Like, it's, it's actually a really good lifestyle. Um, it is, um, it is good. Like, it is good. Like, it's, it's fun too. Like, you create different products, make different flavored sausages. Um, you can actually bust down bigs. There's a lot of, different areas you can actually go into butchery too so it's not just retail butchery um so it is it is a good lifestyle definitely there is there is a real art and craft to amazing sausages where do you start do you have do you have a formula that is quite successful when it comes to pork sausages okay so pork sausages are the with pork sausages always we always like to put um pork back, back fat in sausages uh, it's like a, it's like a clean fat. Um, so, but it's a it's a fat that's a lot of um, a lot of taste. So it's the the, the flavour in that is amazing, and it's a um, it's, yeah. And so we we sort of start from there, and then you sort of put pork shoulder in sausages. That's a lot of flavour too, and then you just sort of add your ingredients. Um, what flavours work with what? Um, so like an apple cinnamon sort of sort of pork sausage and. Um, I just entered a, a full Australian pork uh, competition. I um, entered uh, a sausage for them, and I didn't actually. Yeah, so that was that was good. That was it's like a summer range of pork sausages. I come in the top nine in Australia, so that was that was good. Um, but yeah, just 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 pork fat, uh, pork back fat for me is a, a key ingredient to really good pork sausages. You've been part of a lot of competitions and had extraordinary success with the Australian team as well overseas. What, what's the build-up like um, with these competitions and being part of a team and, and the experience? What, what's it like for you? Uh, being, a, being a part of a team is it's amazing. I mean, like, I've, um, I've actually played, played – I love being part of a team. Like, I've played sports all my life, um, like team, team sports, and I love that team environment, that team sort of bond and – um, yeah, so I love that team environment. Um, the build-up is amazing. Um, just to just get a chance to represent your country in any sort of form, like it could be butchery, it could be um, basketball, bakers, or whatever you're meant to represent your country to do what you love is is amazing. It's a it's 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 a feeling you will just it's you'll never sort of it's just a, yeah I can't explain that feeling. Um, the build-up to USA was um, a lot of work. So we only had like sort of nine months to get everything right 
and we um, the six guys that were involved and the guys behind the scene too were involved. Um, it was so like because one of the guys live in Melbourne, one's in uh, South Australia and Queensland, and so they used to fly in all the time and we used to practice and yeah practice and practice and practice like yeah until we got our products right. Um, so it was a big it was a big nine months, but it was like. To, like when we got over there to um, to come second in the world um, was like I, I when they announced that Australia actually um, come second I actually broke down in tears to be honest because yeah just that just the just the hard work we we put in as a team um, it's just so surreal yeah it's just it's a feeling that I just can't describe to be honest it's yeah it's amazing. Butchers are real hubs of the community and often uh, people ask the advice of a butcher of what to eat or what cut to cook with. Is there is there a pork cut that's a real go-to for you and a best way of cooking it that you could tell us about? Yep. So my favourite cut I like telling customers is probably, um, I'd say the pork cutlet. I like, I like pork cutlets. So, yeah, they're nice and juicy. Um, I like... Me personally, like chewing on the bone, you know what I mean? Sort of that, that's me personally. Um, and cook it. I, I usually, like, probably, I usually bake my pork cutlets. Yeah. So I usually bake them for about 35 minutes. Um, yeah. And they come out like you can crumb them. Um, I, I usually do, I tell customers that there's a pistachio. So I, I, bro- I break down pistachio nuts and mix a penko crumb with it. And then I crumb it. I uh, use egg to sort of crumb it and I bake them for 35 minutes and they're amazing. You know what I mean? That's every time my wife says, Oh, what's for dinner tonight? I'm like, pork cutlets, pork cutlets. And she's like, Come on, I've baked pork cutlets every night this week. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, for me, it's probably um, pork cutlets to go, go to. Uh, well, the, the year's just begun, 2023. What, what do you got planned for the year ahead? Okay, so this year, um, I'm doing meat stocks, so it's going to be my first time doing all three meat stocks in Australia. So I'll drive down to Melbourne and compete uh, in meat stock down there. And then I'll drive up to Brisbane and compete up there. And then in my hometown, Sydney, I'll just compete in in there. Um, there's actually a talk um, at the moment that um, we might be doing a tour in Germany at the end of the year. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and for myself, is promoting butchery and to, to, to promote <coughs> butchery uh, to all the young guys um, to get them involved in competitions, encourage them into um, into butchery. How good butchery can be for yourself? Um, yeah, so sort of that's my main sort of goal. Amazing. Well, it's incredible what you've uh, achieved and representing Australia globally and doing so extraordinarily well. Um, Look forward to seeing what you do this year, Brett, and it's been an honour to have you on The Crackling today. Please keep in touch and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been a pleasure. This is The Crackling, a Deep in the Weeds production in partnership with Porkstars. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we catch up with some of Australia's best chefs and pork producers to discover what makes Australian pork so special.